and welcome to Fertility Frontier podcast with her helping habit. That's where we discuss egg donation, surrogacy, infertility and a whole host of other subjects under that scope. And today we are joined by a very interesting guest indeed. So welcome. Hello. Hi, I'm Emma and I am a donor coordinator at Her Helping Habit and a genetic counsellor. And we are talking today about the egg donor registry in Australia. Uh, Can you share a little (laughs) bit more about that? Like, um, yeah, do you know, how does that registry work? Yeah, so, okay, this is what I believe, don't quote me 100% on this, but I, basically the idea is that we're thinking about autonomy and this principle of beneficence and basically doing well by the child, not just the parents. And so from that, there is this idea that children have the right to know their personal background to know. It's important to be able to know our genetics because what if there is something that could affect us that we want to know about? Or even just, you know, out of curiosity, it's really important to be able to know where you come from and find who you're biologically related to. And so from that, Australia has established legalities where every child has the right to know that. And so I believe that it's, you know, through through like government databases that every donor is like in the database and accounted for and they know who they donated to and they keep this information um, so that when the child wants to know that they can have that information released to them Um, and for anyone to donate they basically need to agree to this um, so that everyone is on the same page Um, and i think it's really cool because it really is about you know the best interest of the child and you know our rights to know has the same thing as Australia because my friend was like looking into egg donation and then was like I don't know if I want to be on a registry which is fair enough but that was something that was then included in her decision making right like I guess yeah it's weird that Canada doesn't know (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's really interesting it's so I mean with all of this like there's just so much ethics involved in everything and it's so hard because you're considering the input and well-being and autonomy of you know the person donating and the person or couple receiving as well as this unborn child who's going to live their life and be affected so you kind of have to balance all those things so i think really this the importance of this is highlighting the unborn child's autonomy and like their well-being well it's interesting because australia is the only country that has a registry where kids can apply and find out who their donor was. Because if you're adopted, you can apply and get your birth certificate, like your original birth certificate with birth mom on that. But if your donor conceived, there's nothing like that. Like it's, it says on your birth certificate, mom, dad. So you might never know unless you do a DNA test that your donor conceived. So Australia has a registry 
similar to the adoption system where you can go and apply and find out, okay, who was my donor and get access to that information. So it's tricky in the sense because I don't know if you would like how you would know to apply or maybe you do it by chance, um, but you, you would go give them your legal name after 18 and they're gonna say, okay, yeah, here's your records um, of being IVF conceived or not. Um, whereas anywhere else in the world, that's just kind of like foreign, hidden information unless you do a, G a DNA test. Yeah, I, I, like, I'm literally just, maybe it was the agency or something that my friend went through, but she went like and had all the tests done and then they were like, when the kid is 18, they are going to have access to who See, you which are. is cool because maybe they're just doing like more informed consent, yeah. which we definitely like recommend because mm -hmm. people aren't told like you, you're the way it's portrayed in the media and stuff. It's, it's hush hush. You can, uh, uh, sorry, donate and close the door and never think about it yeah. again. So I like if that's the case with your friend, like yeah. the agency would have, um, I guess, educated her a little bit more thorough because there's no such thing as a not admitted DNA or DNA mm -hmm. testing. Like the, that idea that you can close the door and never look back doesn't exist because you can go and buy a 23 gene test or ancestry and do these home DNA kits and investigate yourself. So that is not admittedity isn't possible. Um, so I think it's unfair for agencies like ourselves to be able to tell people like, yeah, you can be anonymous because even if we don't have a registry like that in Canada, which I think would be great to have, at the end of the day, someone can do a deep home DNA test and then you're no longer anonymous. So I think that's maybe the route they were going. Mm -hmm. If they or they could have an internal registry like we do here at HHH, but like globally or like legislation wise, Australia is the only country that has something like that to protect kids conceived through third parties. Well, thank you for sharing this information with us. It's been great talking to you.